the definitive guide to holiday-let success. From interviews with successful holiday homeowners and industry experts to useful and usable ideas, resources and discussion. Hi and welcome to the Holiday Let Success podcast. I'm your host, Elaine Watt. Thanks so much for joining me. It's a real pleasure, as always, to be here. And today's episode is about using competitions and offers to boost your bookings. So it's not going to be a huge episode, but I hope that what I share gives you an insight into what I've done and what's worked for me. And I would love to hear if you have used any of these ways of increasing your bookings within your business, or if you've ever used offers, if you've ever used competitions, if you are building an email list and how these have worked for you, just head to the post at holidayletsuccess.com forward slash comp, that's C-O-M-P, and you will listen, you will be able to listen to the episode from there and you will see the comments underneath and please leave me a message down there and I will respond. So how have I used competitions? And I'm going to start with competitions because really the competitions have given me a way of building my email list, which once I've built an email list, gives me a way of keeping in touch with people I know who are interested to come and stay in my property, which in turn has allowed me to send offers to boost my bookings. So it really works hand in hand, the competition and the offer work together. So I use a competition in this way. I either share a long weekend, a week, or if it's a bigger property, which costs more for the week, unless I'm doing an enormous campaign, which occasionally I do, but there's a lot of working parts that come together in a a large campaign. I give a percentage away of a week rather than the full week itself. So it might be a £500 voucher, a $350 voucher. It depends on the price of the property and how many weeks I am likely to have available. So weeks that are not booked out or weekends that are not booked out. And that really is totally dependent. How I've chosen that depends on the property that I'm building a list for, that I'm making the offer for and how busy that property is. And of course, each time you run a competition, each time you run an offer, things will probably be different to the last time you did it. It might depend on the time of year, according to what type of competition you want to run. It might depend on if you're in the first year of your business or the second year of your business, for example. It might depend if you have a seasonal business. Maybe you've bought a property where really everything that you do with regards to bookings is in one big section throughout the summer or one big section throughout the winter, if it's say a a ski location. So it is up to you how you run a competition. Be very clear when you run a competition that there are some elements that you must do. You must have the terms and conditions on the website, on your website, and you must have a privacy policy. And something else you must do is check that you are completely up to date with the rules of running a competition. Because this is the rules that I'm talking about for today. But depending on when you listen to this, they may have changed. So do search online on how to run an online competition and the rules regarding that today. Make sure you're doing it properly to protect yourself. And of course, to make sure that as people enter your competition, they're doing so with faith and with confidence. 
So how do I go about running a competition? Well, I choose my prize. And remember, if you have any worries about this, it is down to you. If you decide to do a long weekend and you come to the end of the period of time in which people can enter, you are then you are then completely in control of when that weekend can be used. So don't worry that you're going to get to the end of the competition and suddenly you're going to be giving away a weekend that you could have booked. It's, it's up to you. You can control it. You can put that into a weekend when you know it probably wouldn't have booked quite so easily. So use one of your down weeks. Of course, if it's a hot place and you're advertising it as a hot location, you don't really want to send them when it's absolutely freezing. But, you know, bear these different things in mind. But you can still put them on a week when it is less likely for you to miss out on a booking. But please remember the value of this competition. Even if you do give away a bit of time, even if you do reduce the price of a week with a voucher or somebody wins a week with you, try and remember the value that you've got from using this hugely to your advantage. It's in effect a marketing cost because you will build your email list off the back of doing this type of competition. And your email list is the foundation of your business, whether they're a past guest, whether they're a competition entrant, or whether they're somebody who has inquired. These are all people that can stay on your email list. And once you have an email list, it's yours and you can care for that email list and nurture that email list. And this is where the offers come in. But let's just finish off on competitions first. So these are the five steps I take when running a competition. So step one, decide the prize and base that on the elements that we've just talked about and what works well for your business. Second step, check the rules. So ensure that you have a terms and conditions page on your website. You have a privacy policy on your website. If you're UK based, you want to be registered with the ICO or the Information Commissioner's Office for data protection registration. Now, this may vary according to where you are in the world. But as a holiday homeowner, you should be registered for data protection anyway, because you already hold pieces of information of individuals who have either come to stay at your property or who have inquired to come and stay at your property in the future. And there are rules around how that information is stored and how it is shared or not shared. So ensure that you are registered for data protection in your location. So that's step two, check the rules and stick to them. Number three, choose the collection method. So how are people, how are you going to collect email addresses to put into this competition? How are people going to enter? And I'm just going to list a few things now and I will go into detail on the website. So head to holidaythatsuccess.com forward slash comp, that's C-O-M-P, and you will be able to see all of the different things that I talk about now because there's a few that I'm going to touch on. So first up, MailChimp. MailChimp is a great option if you are new to email marketing, if you are new to collecting email addresses, because to get up and running, it's completely free. Now, there are restrictions on that level of what you get for free, and there will be paid options offered to you within MailChimp. But essentially, for the first 2,000 email contacts, it is free. And if you do head to holidayletsuccess.com forward slash online hyphen courses, I've got a complete free course on there, which will take you through the steps to getting set up with MailChimp. So I'm not going to go into massive detail here because I've gone into big detail on that course. 
But what MailChimp does, I'll give you a quick outline now, is it it allows you to send out email from one central location to a lot of email in lots of email addresses in one go. It also allows someone to give you their email address in the way of an opt-in form and MailChimp allows you to embed that opt-in form on your website. So on the website, as people come to the page where you're offering a competition, there will be a form available where they can put their email and their email address from MailChimp. And as I said, that's all detailed exactly how to do that step-by-step in video form in that course on the website. So go and have a go at that course and get up and running, get this set up on your website. A second way is Optin Monster. Now this is a paid feature and it's a plugin. And a plugin is an additional feature as sort of a, an add-on, a clip-on function to add onto your website. And Optin Monster works really well with WordPress. So if you have a WordPress website, Optin Monster is a great choice. It's around about $49 a year for the, the basic level, and it does go up from there according to how many features you want. But at the basic level, Optin Monster will do a pop-up on the screen. Now, a pop-up is when you go to a website and immediately, or within the first few seconds of you having a glance around that website, a pop-up will appear and it'll offer a competition, it'll offer to join someone's email list. And these are used across the board online. You'll probably have come across them. And some people do find them a little bit annoying. They may have annoyed you in the past. I know they've annoyed me on occasion, but they do work. And it will be a great way to collect email addresses because, again, people can just bob their details in there. Optin Monster will connect with MailChimp. So it means that if somebody fills in their details on Optin Monster, if you're using MailChimp, you can still connect Optin Monster to MailChimp. And that email address, even though it's come through a pop-up form instead of through a MailChimp form, will still come into your MailChimp database. So that is very good. Thirdly, and more expensively, is lead pages. Now, lead pages create anything from a full page to a pop-up, and it's a hosted squeeze page or pop-up. Now a squeeze page is a specific page for solely one function. So you, there's no menu on there, they can't go to anywhere else. There is one function for that page and that is to give them the offer and for them to put their details in for you to collect their email address and for them to enter the competition. Now I will detail a little bit more about lead pages on the website at holidayletsuccess.com forward slash comp. That's the show notes that accompany this episode. And because there is a fair amount to lead pages, it's a brilliant system. It's very widely used in the online marketing world. It's good value, but it is a step up to the next level. And it really depends where you are in your email marketing journey, but lots of information there. Another way to collect email addresses is using a specific app provider. So a specific provider like Heyo, Shortstack or Woobox, and they provide a specific function in that they almost provide what it's like a mixture between lead pages and opt-in monster. It's a squeeze page which is purely for a competition and they've got shareable options on there. So As well as people being able to enter a competition, they can share it up on social media. So across Twitter, Facebook, into their email, which you can choose where you want that to be shared. And it gives them the option to do that. It's 
it works on a viral basis. So Heyo, Shortstack, Woobox, they all work on a viral basis in your as well as getting people to enter a competition, you're getting them to share like crazy. But there are elements of those those systems available in lead pages. And again, Heyo, Shortstack, Woobox, they might be worth it for you. They do cost a little bit more. But again, head to the, the show notes for this episode and you'll be able to link through to those three different locations and figure out what's going to work for you. Another place to get this is on your Facebook page. And I don't mean just sharing it as a post on your Facebook page, but actually adding an app on the Facebook page. I have shared a video for this. You'll find it on the YouTube channel, which is Holiday Let Success. And it's how to add an app on your Facebook page. I'll also embed it on the show notes page of this episode so you can see exactly how to do that. But this is based on Woobox, the one that I use. So it's one of the the social sharing and competition apps, but this is a free element of it. But it allows you to embed on your Facebook page as an app, a way for people to enter the competition right from your Facebook page. And again, you can send them to exactly where you want them to enter. So you could send them directly to a page specifically on your website, which then had the MailChimp form on there for them to enter a competition. So there are different ways of getting this set up. And if you do want help with getting any of this set up, drop me a message. I do a 30 minute Skype chat where we can go through some different options of what might work for you. It's completely free and I would love to chat to you about it. Okay, so that was step number three, how you are going to collect email addresses in order to get people to enter your competition. And it was a very basic overview. There are so many different ways of doing this. These are the ones that I have experience with. And a final point on this on this step, any of these different apps, embeds, plugins, however you, whichever one of these systems you decide to use, it must be mobile responsive. We know in our industry that people are booking a lot more from their mobile device. So if they've found your website, they've found you on Facebook, a competition has appeared in front of them on Twitter or anywhere on social media. If they're doing that on their phone, which they probably will be, if it's not responsive, it means that when someone clicks on that link to enter the competition, if it doesn't load properly on their mobile device, it means they are they won't be able to enter the competition. They won't be able to see it properly they'll get frustrated and they'll leave and you've lost the opportunity to have someone enter into your competition so make sure it's mobile responsive whichever route you take step four you need to drive traffic to your competition and how can you go about driving traffic well you need to share this competition on social media so whichever platforms you are on twitter facebook google plus those are the places that i would concentrate And of course, if you've got any sort of syndication set up with IFTTT, if this, then that, you may have this spreading across lots of different locations such as Tumblr, Delicious, Digo. There's lots of different places this can be shared up. And if you want to speak to me about syndication with IFTTT, just drop me a message. We'd be happy to share that with you. It's an amazing way to set up uh, a lot of sharing options on social media. You could also create a campaign on social media. So if you have a Facebook page, you've already got people who have liked your page. Why not run a competition through Facebook adverts that runs adverts to people that have already liked your page? So you are moving those people from liking your page 
the next step along to actually joining your email list via entering a competition. And then, of course, in Facebook, you can go on to create a lookalike audience. So if you start with your likes, you move to moving these people off of just the likes onto your email list, then you can make a copy of those people using a lookalike audience inside Facebook and continue to advertise to them. And you will build your email list this way. It won't cost you a fortune, but you do need to know what you're doing inside Facebook. Be very careful with your targeting and have a go with it because Facebook is so, so powerful. And if you do need help with Facebook, do drop me a message because if enough people tell me they want some help and advice with Facebook, I can always create a course that might help you do that. So drive traffic, share it, ask your friends to share it and think about doing paid advertising using Facebook. Go with what suits you. And number five, the follow-up. This is a really important step. Let's look at MailChimp in this example. If somebody has entered the competition, you want to have an automatic response up and running. And again, you will be able to learn exactly how to do this if you go to holidayletsuccess.com forward slash online hyphen courses, join the MailChimp course, and it will show you and take you through step by step. It's completely free, step by step, how you can create an opt-in. It's usually a paid feature, but I've found a way to share with you, which means that people will get an immediate email response. So they know they've entered your competition and it allows them to opt in to your email list, which is a very important element when it comes to email marketing. You want to be ensuring that people have double opted in. So they give you your email address by way of the competition. You send them a follow-up email which says you've in, you've entered. Please click here to go through to the website and to receive further details from us about future competitions and offers. And that is the double opt-in. When they click that link, they've said yes to receiving further information from you. And that's what you want. That's what a double opt-in is. So those are the five steps to getting your competition up and running. So those are the five steps I use when I'm running a competition within my holiday let business. They've been great for me for building my email list and and I do see it as a marketing cost when I give away a long weekend or a voucher towards a booking next time. And you, you know that these people that enter are interested in your area, so they're the perfect people to have on your email marketing list. And this moves us nicely into offers. And how I use offers. Now, I may share occasionally an offer on Facebook or on my websites, but mainly the way I make an offer is direct to the email inbox of people who have either visited as a past guest, have entered a competition and are now part of my email list, or who have or who have inquired about staying at a property but haven't yet made a booking. Now, these Three sets of people may be dealt with differently when they first arrive onto an email list, but essentially they will then all flow into the same email list, which is the place where you nurture people on a weekly, bi-weekly or monthly basis, depending on how you run your business. But they must be kept in touch with regularly. And as long as you're keeping in touch with your list regularly, you're not just diving in when you want to into their email inbox when you want to sell something, 
Keep in touch, keep nurturing them, share information about the local area, share useful tips for travellers into their email inbox and you'll become front of mind and you're sharing local and useful knowledge and information that is of value to them. And then in amongst that, offer a discount code, offer a booking during a certain period for a, a reduced fee and Mix those in with your ordinary contact of useful and nurturing pieces of information. So what I tend to do is immediately a guest leaves, I send them a 10% off code for friends and family and I will give it a name. So book during the next six months. Thanks for coming to stay with us. Here's a code for you and your friends to 10% off your next stay with us during the next six months. You could send a code for 20% off during a certain month that you already know is going to be quite difficult to book out. It's historically your quiet period. Or you could send out very early bird offers like book now for Christmas, book now for Easter, any of the big holidays or big events in your local area. But plan out your year of email marketing. Ensure that you plan it around events and low booking seasons and ensure you're nurturing guests in between all of these different times. So start off with your year laid out in front of you. Add the events that are going on during the year. Then add the different times of year that you would like to send out marketing information to guide guests to book for the slot or period of time you would like them to book for. So if you'd like them to book for Easter, you might send the marketing information at the beginning of January and start building up to getting your bookings filled by Easter. If it's Christmas, you might want to start offering in August, towards the end of August, when everybody's come back from holiday, beginning of September, and they're starting to think, oh, I've just got back from holiday, they're missing it already. And that's a great time to offer an early bird offer for Christmas. But plan out your year around the different events, build up to the times that you want to be booked out for, and ensure that you're sharing value in between the offers so that you're keeping people engaged and giving them the chance to learn about your area as and be nurtured as well as just advertised to. So I really hope that these steps have been useful for you. It's what's worked for me. It's not a be-all and end-all. It doesn't mean that you can't move away from this. I'm simply sharing what has worked for me and I hope that that is useful for you. Maybe you spot elements of this that you're already doing and have worked for you. I'd love to hear about that. Head to holidayletsuccess.com forward slash comp. Leave me a message. What has already worked for you? Do you use email marketing already in your business? Has this given you an idea of how to get going with email? And don't forget to head to holidayletsuccess.com forward slash online hyphen courses and join the MailChimp course. And there's also the Aweber course, which teaches you how to create an opt-in form where people can leave their email address with you. And I will look forward to seeing you there. Thank you for listening. And I will speak to you on an upcoming episode soon. Bye for now.